everybody. Welcome to Muscle Maven Radio. I'm your host, Ashley Van Houten. Thank you so much for being here. As always, I am bringing back one of my favorite people and my very frequent co-host today, Rachel Gregory. Um, you may know her from her own podcast, Metflex and Chill. Um, she's a trainer and a coach and a super smart human being. And Rachel and I last summer created a program called Muscle Science for Women that we are relaunching again in January 2022 because it went really well when we did it the first time and we had a great time. And the people who took it had a great time, and we all learned a lot, so we're doing it again. Uh, so we are going to talk about that in this episode, but we're also talking about um, the differences between muscle building, so hypertrophy, and strength building, because that is a question that we got a lot during the program, and just in general, how to train for one or the other. Are they both the same? Do you train the same to get both things, you know, bigger muscles and stronger muscles? Um, and of course, there's more to the story than just a yes or no. So we talk about that in this episode. We also answer some questions from uh, our online friends about things like training after injury, how to get into strength building, um, you know, maybe later in life, things like that. So we chat about that. We are very excited to connect with each other because we haven't been talking as much recently because I've been busy with a baby and Rachel's been busy doing stuff too. So it was really fun for us to get together and chat again and tell you about all the exciting things that we have come Coming up in the new year. So I hope you enjoy it. I hope you learn a little something. And of course, if you are interested in signing up for the Muscle Science for Women program that is starting, like I said, early uh, January 2022, we have limited availability. So we do have a website where you can kind of sign up to be the first to know so that you can get your seat uh, as soon as it opens. So that's in the show notes. And we'll also put that on social media as well if you are interested. So that's that. Thank you for being here. I hope you have an awesome day. I hope you enjoy this very excited chat with my friend, Rachel Gregory. Welcome back to Netflix and Jill. This is and, uh, and also Muscle Maven Radio, because aren't I putting this online? Too? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Netflix and Jill and Muscle Maven Radio are joining together for our, what, 10th recording? It doesn't even uh, matter anymore. Lots. Hashtag winging it. I love that before we officially started recording, we were giving each other a pretty sweet pep talk. We're both just like, we're just gonna, we're smart. We can talk about this stuff. Like we don't have to, it's gonna be fine. Like we're just really it's fun. It's fine. I mean, it's fine. We've, it, it's been a little while since we did this. Have we done one since I had the baby? Yeah, we did one okay. a few months ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Time is a blur. Um, but I'm very <laughs> excited to get back on because we've got like, real concrete, um, events and things to talk about, which is exciting. Um, and maybe my brain works a little bit better now, which is cool. <laughs> and we've got a lot of questions from our friends on the internet, which is great. And I also just want to say before we even get into any discussion that when I posted on my story is like, Oh, we're, you know, Rachel and I are doing another podcast send some questions. I, as usual, get like a handful of people who are like, no questions. I just love you guys. I can't wait until the next podcast. Like, Dream team. Okay. It makes me feel yeah. great. People like us. People are not tired of us yet. Yeah. Hopefully never. Hopefully never. Hopefully never, but at least not yet. So that's yeah. a positive point for today. Yes, for sure. So do you want to uh, start by telling everybody our 
Well, we have lots of things that we want to talk about, but what's yeah. the first, the first main thing that we're excited to announce? So the big excitement is we are doing another round of muscle science for women. Yay. We need an applause laugh, uh, like soundtrack in the I know. background. <laughs> um, and we're going to do that early in the new year. Um, we will announce dates and all of that stuff soon. Um, but the best thing to do if you're interested, and we know we've been talking to lots of folks who um, didn't get to join in on the first round, but are excited about the second. If you haven't already signed up, uh, gone on the website and like just given us your email address to like sort of be first to know when the um, the tickets go for sale, that would be a good idea for you to do. Because as with the first one, um, we do want to keep it to a a specific number. Like we have a number in mind. We don't want it to go too big because we like the idea that we can actually talk to individual people and answer individual questions. So all that to say, if you want to join us in the new year to do a muscle science for women program that you should sign up and don't waste any time because there you go. Um, So what's the web address again? Yep. It's so it's metflexlife.com slash MSW. I'll link that in the show notes. Um, or you can just go to metflexlife.com and look at the programs tab and it's in there, Muscle Science for Women. Um, you can also just probably Google Muscle Science for Women and Google our names. Hopefully it pops up there. Um, yeah. So yeah, get on the legit. email list. Yeah. Um, we'll be sending out further information. We have some special deals that are going to be coming around the holidays. Um, if you want to uh, sign up early. There'll be some type of deal. We're not exactly sure yet on exactly what it is. So get on the email list so that you're the first to know. And then we'll be announcing, you know, the official start date and all that jazz um, within the next probably few weeks. And for everybody who, anybody who doesn't know what muscle science for women is, how dare you? But (laughs) if you don't, if you haven't heard of it, um, basically the program, it's uh, something that you and I developed last year um, because we saw a real need in the market. Um, People were coming to us and potential clients and just people, you know, people who listen to the podcast, women that we connect with online and in real life who were looking for a uh, muscle building, strength building program, but they also wanted a little bit more, a little bit of explanation about how how it works, how the program works, not just giving you the program and running with it, but how it works and all of the other myriad lifestyle things that go along with going to the gym that help you get stronger and build muscle. So it's a 12 week program and you get the program, you get the, you know, very detailed um, program to go and work out in the gym or wherever you work out. But we also have weekly videos. We have live Q and A's where you can sign in and ask us whatever specific questions you have. Um, and we talk about all of those lifestyle factors, like the nutrition and recovery and stress management and like, you know, mental health, cultural aspects. Aspects, like everything that goes into being the fittest, strongest version of you, um, and specifically for women too, because there are differences um, mm-hmm. physiologically, hormonally, culturally, all of those things. And we just wanted to create something for women. That's what we did. It was so much fun, and we were so happy. I think I can speak for both of us. So yeah. happy at the reception the first time. It, it showed that this was something that people really wanted because people like 
more people signed up than we thought they would. Like we were pretty yeah. pumped. We're like, oh, okay, people like this. And we heard so much and, and we got such great feedback after the first round that we're like, we're going to keep doing this. We're going to, you know, make it bigger and better every time. And we've already made some adjustments and improvements based on feedback from the first mm-hmm. round. Um, we'll continue to do that. Um, but we're, we're very excited to see how it goes in, in round two, because it's, I think, a very, you know, toot our own horn. I think it's an important program. I think it's good. I think it's useful. And um, so, yeah, I'm excited to get into it again. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Couldn't have said it better. And also just in case anybody does want to learn more about, um, you know, specifics within the program, we have testimonials. I think we have about nine or 10 video testimonials, just interviews with the, some of the women who went through the first round. So you can kind of get their experience, kind of learn, you know, their progress over the, over the three months. So we'll link those in the show notes. Um, you can also just go to that MSW or sorry, metflexlive.com slash MSW page. We'll have them up there. Um, and they'll also be on YouTube as well. So if you want to just kind of hear from the participants who've already gone through the program and just get there, you know, learn a little bit more about it. If you're interested, that would be a good place to, to check, check those testimonials out. Sweet. And so we were going to talk about um, one big topic that we get Mm -hmm. asked a lot and that also kind of came up a lot in the program. Um, So maybe we can dive in a little bit um, right now about the differences between and maybe the similarities too, um, Mm -hmm. between building muscle and getting stronger. Right. Because mm-hmm. they're like a Venn diagram. They aren't the same thing, but they aren't completely yeah. different. I think it's similar, actually, to the conversation that you and I have both had a lot about um, building muscle and losing fat. Like, are they diametrically opposed? No, but they're not also the same thing. Um, mm-hmm. And so generally, if you want to really focus on one thing, it may be by putting the other thing a little bit on the back burner. But anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah. So yeah. Do you want to, do you want to start maybe and just kind of like, we'll start high level and build our way in? Yeah, sure. So I get the question a lot too. And like you said, we got this a lot during the the program. So with the muscle science for, for women program, it's geared towards the main goal of hypertrophy training, right? So that's what the program is geared around in the specificity side of things. So specificity is just kind of the, the word that we use when we want to distinguish between what the main goal is, right? So if your main goal at this point in time is to build as much muscle as possible, then you have to train in the way that optimizes that main goal versus if your main goal is to actually get stronger or build more skill in a specific lift or whatever it may be, then your more of your training is going to go towards that. So with the muscle science from a program, like you said, it's a Venn diagram, like they overlap. You're always going to get like if you're training for strength, you're still going to build muscle. If you're training to build muscle, you're still going to build strength. It's just, which one are you prioritizing at what period of time? Right. So, um, with, with strength training, thinking about it in the sense of, I, well, let's start with hypertrophy. Hypertrophy, I would just say is defined with training within moderate rep ranges between, I'm sorry, training within, with moderate load between the five to 30 rep range. Right. So we know Mm -hmm. from the research that you can build muscle, in a variety of rep ranges. Um, I would say more so like efficiently within that, like six to 12 to 15 range. If you get kind of higher than that 15 and you're doing all of your work in the 15 plus range, like you're, it's going to turn more into like endurance style, you know? Yeah. Um, and can I, can I just interrupt really quickly? Cause we're, I know we're going to cover so much stuff and I just want to make like a quick interjection there. If you agree with me, I think what people can take from that, because some, some people might hear, okay, five to 30 rep range, like what the hell that's a massive rep range. What are you telling me? I think one of the things that people can take from that, and you have just specified that there's like 
a more ideal range that's a bit more in the like six to 12 or whatever. Um, but what people can take from that is that the exact rep amounts aren't so important. Like if I'm doing 10, three sets of 10 and you're doing three sets of 13 or whatever, for some reason, yeah. it doesn't matter. Like it's more about some other factors. So yeah. that's kind of just, I just wanted to like make that point. No, no, absolutely. Absolutely. And that, and we'll definitely get into kind of the importance of what you you were going to mention, but yeah. So just that's more so like hypertrophy, like moderate weight, right. Moderate rep ranges. Um, and then strength with these more so training, like the one to five. And again, these are just generalized one to five rep range with heavier loads. Right. And so a simple way to think about training for strength versus training for hypertrophy is that hypertrophy is think about your training for the muscles to get bigger, right. In size, right. You're looking to put on more physical muscle tissue versus strength training. If you're prioritizing that you're looking to get better or like get yeah. more skilled and uh, get stronger with the muscle that you already have. Right. So again, these don't, they still happen at the same time, but like, you know, there's a Venn diagram, right? So you're going to, they're always overlapping, but one might be prioritizing, prioritize more versus the other at a period of time. Right. So one, you're trying to get better and one, you're trying to get better looking. Yes. Yes. But you also (laughs) get, you also, yeah. Yeah. And you can also get better looking by training for strength, but it's not going to be the it's not going to be the optimal way to change your body composition because if you're looking to change your body composition, you're looking to put on some muscle mass, right. Yes. Um, to, to, to quote unquote, get toned, right. Whole other discussion, (laughs) but yes, you want to grow in, you know, you want to grow your muscles. Right. And so that's where I think people just get confused between strength training and hypertrophy training. They're like, Oh, I thought they were the same thing. And yes, they are overlapping, but there are specifics and you can get stronger without actually, quote unquote, building new muscle tissue. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, you can also think about this in the way of like, if you think about other sports, so um, like golf, for example, when you go to swing a golf ball, like the first time you do it, you probably suck like I did, but the more you do it, you're building up that coordination. You're building your, you're basically training your nervous system to get more efficient at that skill. And so strength training is, this is also, you probably heard people describe strength training as like, um, neurological training because you're literally training your neurological system to adapt and get better at that specific skill. So for example, squatting, when you first squat, like most people, the first time they ever squat with a barbell or whatever suck, but they get stronger quickly because they start to get more efficient at that. Right. Um, so that's just kind of, uh, I guess the easy way to to describe it, strength is getting, focusing on getting better and building more skill and hypertrophy is focused on getting a bigger and uh, building more muscle, Um, but they do overlap. So do you want to add anything there? Yeah. I mean, I'd say um, one thing to add, and this again, isn't like a hundred percent golden rule set in stone, but it is kind of a helpful thing, I think for the, the vast majority of us sort of like beginner to intermediate you know, weightlifters or, or gym people to, to think about. Um, you tell me if you disagree with this, cause we're still trying to find something we disagree on, but I think an, another good way to look at like exercise selection or type of workout when you're trying to prioritize either getting stronger or building muscle is, and this piggybacks on what you're saying is if you're trying to get stronger, you are trying to do whatever lift it is, whether it's a squat or a bicep curl or whatever, you're trying to do it as efficiently as possible. You're trying to use not only your muscles, but 
movement patterns, your frame, your bones, your structure, everything to do things as efficiently as possible. Oftentimes, when you're trying to build muscle, you're kind of trying to do the opposite. Um, Now, you don't want to do a movement improperly or in a way that is um, unsafe, but like, for example, and I always use bicep curls because I'm a meathead. Okay. (laughs) So if you are trying to bicep curl, or if you're trying to take a weight from, you know, you're standing and your arms at your side, you're holding a weight and you're trying to bring it up to your shoulder and you're trying to do that in the most efficient way possible and the most weight possible, you are not going to use your bicep only. You're not going to do a slow controlled bicep curl. You're going to probably do like a power clean where you're using your quads and your glutes and your core and momentum and a movement that gets the weight up there very efficiently. If you're trying to build your bicep muscle, you're going to do a slow controlled bicep curl, right? Mm -hmm. And this is why we talk about you know, proper movement mechanics, because if you are essentially doing a power clean when you're trying to build muscle, it's not the most effective way to do it. So you see these people in the gym who are doing these like, um, you know, ego bicep curls with like weights that are way too heavy and they're kind of swinging them around. Um, you're not using the muscle in a way that is going to, um, encourage it to, to grow. Right. Does that, Mm -hmm. is that make sense? I I feel like I'm kind of being a little bit rambly, but does that make sense? There's like a, you know, strength is about efficiency of movement, whereas muscle building is more about, it's less about the efficiency and more about the actual muscle contraction. Hey everybody, interrupting my own damn podcast here to tell you about today's show sponsor because they're important. And before you skip through this, I got to tell you, this is one of the biggest discounts that basically any company ever offers for things like this. It's 20% off. So maybe you want to listen to this one. I'll keep it brief. You guys know already, Bubs Naturals is my only source for collagen and MCT powder, which I am using consistently every day in my coffee, in my baking, in my protein oatmeal, in my bone broth, whatever I'm eating basically is going to have one or both of these products in it. Um, You know, what else do you need? Collagen, coffee, chocolate, organ meats, that's it. Uh, Bubs makes the best collagen. It mixes better than any other product I've tried. Their MCT goes into my iced coffee every morning and mixes really well. It makes it creamy, full of healthy fats for if I'm not going to have a big breakfast, I just kind of want to get going, but obviously still need my coffee. Uh, And also, this company gives a full 10% of their earnings to a charity that supports military veterans, which is an important cause um, and one that I support and will continue to support. So they're a company focused on giving back first before making money, which I think is actually pretty rare uh, in this day and age, and they just happen to make great products. So it's a win, win, win all around. Go to bubsnaturals.com and use the code MM20, which stands for Muscle Maven 20% off. So MM20 at bubsnaturals.com. Go get some collagen for your gut health and your beauty. Get some MCT to support those low-carb goals and do something to help the world all at the same time. All right, that's it. Back to the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I would say I would <laughs> disagree with yeah. using the word efficient because we do want to still be efficient in the exercise selection that we're picking for building muscle because in that way, and I guess you can define efficient in different ways. Just the way that mm-hmm. I think about it is like you want to be picking movements that you can, you know, progress in, right? And you can use you can have good technique, right? You can build within that technique um and still be able to 
have stability within that too, and be working the muscles that you are trying to grow versus, you know, doing a ton, like doing, you know, a deadlift, which you're working a ton of different muscles at the same time, but that might not be the best approach. If your goal is to build your glutes, right. You might want to do an RDL instead, like a Romanian deadlift. So you can have that tension throughout the muscle. Right. Um, so that's something, I mean, I, I'm not even, I don't even think I'm really disagreeing. <laughs> I think it's semantics. You see like, it? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was excited for a second for us to have like a real yeah. debate, but I completely agree with what you're saying. Yeah. I think, I think what you're saying is like efficiency means picking the right movements to, mm-hmm. to, um, target the right muscles, which I completely agree with. I think it's just like the, the concept of like, you know, these like fast power movements, um, that you may be looking to do, um, if you're an Olympic lifter or even a power lifter versus if I'm just trying to build my muscles, um, we do like bodybuilders, you know, like a lot of bodybuilder movements, it's not that they're inefficient or weird, but they're not always maybe like real life movements that you Mm -hmm. do in any way, except for that. You're trying to target this one specific weird muscle and you're doing it in this way that is difficult the entire time. When maybe if you just moved your arm in and and pushed it, it would be easier. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? Um, Mm -hmm. so yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's certainly, you want to pick proper appropriate, um, exercises, but you're, if you're, if the focus is on muscle tension and building that muscle bigger, you may not always be doing it in the most efficient way. If yeah. now, if people are listening and they're like, literally, what the hell are you talking about? I'll work, <laughs> I'll work on making this more clear, but I hope that that, I hope that does like make a little bit of sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So, and, oh yeah, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I just gonna say, and like within just bringing it back to to our program, like our program has deadlifts and it has compound movements in it, right? It has squats, deadlifts, like overhead press, but that's not the majority of the program, but that is like, we call it a metric based lift. So like maybe the first movement of the day where you are looking to get specifically stronger in that movement and you're looking to get stronger in all the other movements, but within the program, like the majority of the lifts are going to be geared more towards hypertrophy and, and thinking about instead of another way to think about it's like strength. I like to think about or strength training, right? is moving an object or moving that object from point A to point B as fast or efficient as not necessarily as fast, but as efficient as possible, right. Versus training for hypertrophy. You're looking to get as much tension throughout that muscle so that you can, you know, build new muscle fibers, right. You can recruit more muscle fibers, build more tissue literally within your body. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's something to think about too. And then like with hypertrophy training, it's important that you do get close to failure on your lifts. Cause that's, we know that that mechanical tension is the number one way to build muscle. So th- those mm-hmm. are all the topics that we go into in the program. So if you're like, what the hell are you talking about? Again, those are sign up for the program. Yeah. Sign up for the program. I mean, another, um, another aspect though, yeah. that we might want to just touch on. And again, we don't want to give away all of our uh, secrets and smarts, um, <laughs> but, but it's pretty, I think it's, it's pretty common knowledge with a lot of other um, folks out there who talk about hypertrophy versus strength. Um, you talked about rep ranges. There's also the idea of like rest and recovery mm-hmm. um, because of the, that output and how taxing it can be. And like, I know, and anybody out there who's tried to build muscle and does bodybuilding style workouts, very taxing, certainly, but it's not as maybe neurologically taxing as 
you know, if you're trying to get stronger and you're doing powerlifting movements. So like some examples, if we were ever to kind of create side-by-side examples of like, I'm trying to get better at a squat versus I'm just trying to build my quads and glutes, right? Um, if you're trying to get better at squatting, you're going to have this, this whole program that's based on, again, much lower rep ranges in a higher um, relative weights with greater rest in between those efforts and probably greater rest in between workouts itself. Whereas with bodybuilding, maybe you're doing, you know, three to four sets of this exercise with 30 seconds in between, and then you're running off to the next thing and then you're running off to the next thing. Whereas, yeah, again, it, mm-hmm. with squats, you might be sitting there for a couple minutes in between and breathing and focusing um, because not only is a near max or max effort going to be more taxing on your body, your, your nervous system and your muscles um, than bodybuilding, you also are going going to be um, like doing more in a sort of shorter amount of work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. And people don't like to hear that either. A lot of people are like, you know, that is, I don't like rest and taking breaks and stuff. Well, it's like, well, if you start working in that, those higher rep ranges and those real max effort movements, you're, you're going to need it. Um, mm-hmm. But then also lower, lower rep ranges, lower rep ranges. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Sorry. One of the things we talked about was max effort max more higher closer to our max effort like movements Mm -hmm. and lifts but that doesn't mean that every time you go in the gym you're doing max Ah. effort right because that's another thing that people we get addicted to this like hitting prs and lifting really heavy weights and tracking all this stuff and it's super impressive but if you're anybody who knows who's trained for powerlifting like you are not lifting max effort lifts every single day in the gym, because that's incredibly taxing. And it's also one way to injure Mm -hmm. yourself pretty quickly. So, you know, you could be working 65, 75, 85% of your max, but you're not going in every day and maxing out your deadlift. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, good. That was a good one. I'm glad you remember. It took me a minute to get there, but it's all good. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. Um, so yeah, I mean, I guess that kind of, some, I mean, there's a lot more to it. There's a lot more things that we can dive into and like incorporating, you know, if you are a bodybuilder, for example, and you are looking to just like, you don't care about getting stronger and you just want to build as much muscle as possible. That doesn't mean that you don't necessarily train in the lower rep ranges or go through phases where you do have more strength or neurological training. Because when you do that, you basically get your body to be more efficient and your muscle fibers to be more efficient at recruiting those, those muscle fibers. So that when you go back to that hypertrophy style training, you can actually lift more because you've trained your nervous system to say, Hey, like I'm used to this heavier weight. So there is, and the same, the opposite goes for strength athletes too. Like even power lifters or Olympic weightlifters, like they still need it. Like you were just saying, they still need to work in higher rep ranges for certain periods of time, but that doesn't mean that most of their trains there, but they should go through periods of that because, you know, building muscle as well and having a bigger muscle is always going to, you know, having a bigger muscle will lead to getting stronger. It has a a bigger muscle has the potential to get stronger. Mm -hmm. Right. So that is something that, you know, strength training athletes, if even if they're power lifters or whatever, they, they still train in those high rep ranges at certain periods of time, but it's all about specificity and what your main goal is. Mm -hmm. One other thing I do want to mention with strength training, especially if you are just kind of someone who is looking to optimize their body composition, you do want to get stronger, but that's not your main goal. Um, you do want to, you know, build muscle. I would say that, and this is kind of where I'm at. Like, I don't necessarily care about, like, I I did go through a period of time where I cared about like 
upping my deadlift, right? Like how much could I lift on my deadlift? And now I'm at a point where I'm like, oh, like, you know, I don't really care anymore Um, at this point in time, maybe they'll change Mm -hmm. down the line. But it's also important to realize too, like as you get older, if you are training and doing a lot of strength training in those lower rep ranges with tons and tons of weights, like heavy, heavy weights, that's going to be taxing on your joints, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's what we want to consider too, is like, like you were saying, you shouldn't always be lifting super, super heavy weights because that has a tax on not only on your nervous system, if you overdo it, but on your joints, your ligaments, all of that. And so that could be hindering, you know, longevity, even though muscle building and strength training is really important for longevity. It's one of those things where it's like, like anything too much of a good thing can be a bad thing. Right. So just keeping that in mind as well. Yep. That actually probably leads pretty good into one of the questions we got from Instagram that we can talk about now. Yeah. Let me pull that up here. If my mouse works. Okay. So we got, well, actually put a question box out on her Instagram a few days ago and we got a few questions. So do you want me to read off the first one and then you can tackle or I'll I'll read it and you start because the last time I ran away with it. Um, (laughs) Okay. This individual asks, what is the best bit of advice for a, let's say mid um, Mm forties woman that is just starting out on a weight training journey? So yeah. What, what advice? Um, Join the Sign up for muscle. Like, what? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Literally though, that is the advice that I would give someone. And I wish someone would give me that, or I wish I had that advice and that program to, to sign up for, because mm-hmm. you're not just having a program that's like very, very structured and like within the three months we have, you know, different phases, phase one, two, three, like we program those and we took our, like we put hours into actually building those programs so that you are, you know, hitting all the muscle groups that you're doing it in a way that is going to help you progress and move forward and build muscle, but not just the program side of things being a superior program. If I don't say so ourselves, mm-hmm, is that mm-hmm. the, is that the phrase? Yeah. Yeah. We but, get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 The education side of things and like actually learning about what you should be doing, like what you should be focusing on within that, within, you know, hypertrophy training, within recovery and rest and nutrition. Like we have a 55 page nutrition ebook that goes through literally everything that you'd want to know about, you know, structuring your nutrition and giving you different ideas based off of where you're coming from, whether it's high carb, low carb, whatever carb, um, whatever style of eating, whatever your goal is in terms of bo- like losing body fat, building muscle, just kind of maintaining and, and building muscle. So anyway, now I'm rambling, but yeah, I mean, there's the resources I just feel like are so superior that it it's that I wish that I had this. So mm-hmm. with that being said, my other like answer to this question would just be like, would, which I can't even talk anymore. I know you, we're you both go. just like, you go. we're, we're I just, trying, I, there's so many things so hard, guys. <laughs> We're trying There's so, so hard. many things going through my brain. I'm like, I can't form words. We're just so excited. I mean, I would say, and you turn it over to you. We can come back to what you were, what you're <laughs> going to follow up on. But I would say hundred percent, like the general gist of that advice is like sign, like get some intelligent programming, um, and some intelligent resources. And ideally a coach who actually like knows you and understands you and will talk to you, which is all what we are offering. Mm -hmm. Um, but generally speaking for someone who is looking to get started, and this applies to any decade of life that you're in is 
to just start, first of all, because a lot of women and a lot of people, you get paralyzed by, okay, but what's the best plan? And how do I do it? And should I just do mm-hmm. Pilates because everyone else is doing that? And should I just get a Peloton? And like, how do I eat? And like, what do I do? And if I go to the gym, am I going to look like an idiot? Like, I, it's very easy for people to get really overwhelmed and uh, end up giving up entirely or doing something else. Um, so my idea is like, you just start, start doing some research, mm. start following some people that you think are genuine, that you, you know, are putting out some information. If you can afford it, if you have the resources to sign up for a program like ours or get an in-person coach who can walk you through some basic movements um, and start basic and drill down. So if you are just getting into weightlifting. You don't have a goal. You're not like, I'm trying to look super buff in six months, or I'm trying to squat my body weight. If you just want to get started in weightlifting, just get started. Just go to a gym, pick up some weights, do some very basic, um, you know, safe, uh, like compound movements and start light, start small. Like you, we just finished talking about, it's really important to kind of like grease those like grooves first and like get Mm. the movements down. Um, and when you first start, you are going to, um, get a good workout, feel tired, build muscle, all of those things from get stronger. Um, yeah. Yes. From like a bare bar or nothing, you know, you're learning how to squat, how to lunge, how to do push-ups, um, how to, you know, use dumbbells, all of those things. Um, you're gonna, it's really fun when you get started, because like you said, for the first like six months to a year to years, you're just, you're a beginner and you're learning everything and you're seeing all these gains and all these improvements and you're trying new things. It's awesome. Um, so that's my advice is like, find, do a little bit of research and getting some resources that are real, not just like this person's popular on Instagram or like this person's cousin's sister's whatever told me to do, you know, do some research, find somebody that you feel good about somebody that you think is, is giving you good information because it is helpful when you start to just have some kind of community or feedback or a coach or some eyes on you, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and just do it and then eat some food, sleep, do it. take care of your health. Like all of those basic factors that health coaches, good health coaches around the world are going to tell any client for any issue ever <laughs> sleep, manage your stress, eat properly, all of those things. And then, yeah, get to the gym and just start having fun. Yeah. Yeah. Do something that you can enjoy because if you don't enjoy it, you're never going to stick to it. So, yep. but you'll never know if you don't try either. Yeah. So, yeah. exactly. Cool. All right. I will ask the next question. Sweet. Because I want you to talk again. <laughs> you are cutting out. I you just like 25% of this podcast, guys. FYI. Okay. Nah. No, yeah. no, no. Okay. How do I rebuild, rebuild muscle after illness, injury, and muscle wasting? Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people probably have uh, something similar like to this from just like pandemic wasting, you know, like just yeah, pandemic wasting, you know, like it's a real thing. And I, I can speak pretty, um, intimately about it because I've had some muscle loss from, you know, no gym for two years, plus carrying a baby for 10 months, which, and then not working out afterwards. It's a whole thing guys. Um, so I'm going through it myself. Um, 
I will say it does kind of depend, like we'd need to know a little bit more about you individually. Like we're not going to give you any like prescriptions right now because it depends on the injury. It depends mm-hmm. on how recovered you are. It depends on um, what your fitness level and what your plan was before the injury or whatever was happening. You know, there's a lot of like factors that go into it, obviously. But I think, again, the very general advice is you know, once you've gotten the go ahead, generally speaking from like your medical professional or someone that gives you like, it's safe to, Mm -hmm. for you to start working out again, um, go slowly, go slowly Mm -hmm. and focus at least as much on what you're not, what you're doing outside of the gym is what you're doing inside the gym. So if you used to work out, you were a gym rat, this is my story, gym rat, work out all the time, bodybuilding stuff, building muscle, I go a solid two and a half years where I'm hardly in the gym at all. I'm doing a little bit here and there. I'm holding on to some muscle, but I've definitely lost some. I've lost some fitness and strength and muscle. I'm trying to get back into it. So what I don't do is go back to the gym and resume like I've never been gone. I do not do that because that's how you re-injure yourself. And that's also how you feel bad about yourself. Because if I go in there after two and a half years and having a baby and try to do 15 pull-ups in a row, I'm probably going to feel bad about myself afterwards. Because I'll be like, that's probably not going to happen. I'm probably not going to be able to squat as much, all these things. So like leave your ego somewhere else and go in with into the gym with the idea of I'm in many senses, a beginner again, I get to learn all of this over again. That's how I was looking at it. I get to redo some of the things that maybe, maybe I was kind of phoning it in. Maybe my form wasn't so great because I'm getting, you know, a little bit lazy with things. Mm -hmm. I get to start over in a sense, in a lot of ways um, with my core, especially because that, you know, pregnancy does a trip on your stomach muscles and your core strength. So I'm like relearning how to breathe through movements and, um, yeah, do some of these like very like compound, um, effective, but simple exercises that I may have taken for granted before. So, um, just go slowly, be patient, um, work, you know, you'll work back up relatively quickly if you have a base and a background already, but the Mm -hmm. worst thing you can do when you come back after an injury is go too hard, too fast and re-injure yourself. That's the worst. So, you know, slow and steady consistency. And then again, like focus on that recovery and rest and like proper nutrition and proper sleep, because that piece of it, like if you're looking at building muscle as a pie, like one slice of the pie is working out in the gym, right? The Mm. rest of it is, are you eating properly? Are you sleeping? Are you recovering? Are you doing all of those things? So that's actually a bigger part of the pie, right? Pie. Pie. It's what's in my head. (laughs) It's what I'm thinking about all the time, but but it it is important because when you look at it that way, you think like all of the stuff that I'm kind of like, you know, half-assing or not really caring about is a bigger picture. It's a bigger part of what's going to get me those muscles or whatever that I want. So, um, yeah, that's my, my general advice is like, get back Mm -hmm. into it and like, go at it with this. Like I get to learn about my body again, and I get to start over and fix maybe some of the things that I was doing wrong before and pay attention to all those other factors. And maybe it'll come back faster than you think. I mean, I'm, you know, maybe, I'm maybe five weeks into like going back to the gym again after the baby. And I'm already every day feeling more like myself, stronger. I get those endorphins from going to the gym. I feel good. Like it does come back and it feels really good, but you just have to be patient with yourself and consistent. Yeah. Yeah, no, I couldn't have said it better. And I think a lot of people have to realize too, that like, even if you've like had an injury and you've gone 
you know, gone through a period of time, even if it's two years of not training, like you still have that, that muscle tissue, like you still, yeah, maybe you lost a little bit, but you like, will get it back a lot faster than you think. Not saying you should go fast, but saying that you're going to get it back a lot faster than, than you think. And you're not starting from like square one, right. At all. It's not like you're just starting off lifting unless you are, but, um, that's something to realize too. Like literally the science tells us that, that you can gain your muscle back a lot faster, um, after you've already kind of built that base. And then also just like realize too, that you are actually getting newbie gains too. Like you're actually, you know, the science also shows that if you've been off for like six plus months, I don't know if that's the exact time frame, but if you've been off for a long time, if you're coming back from an injury, like you have the, the ability to get some of those quote unquote newbie gains. Right. So that's something to, to think about too. And that's like, that's cool. Right. Right. That's mm-hmm. a, that's a good thing. So yep. yeah, I like it. Cool. Um, should we ask another have, question or do, are we getting, yeah, close do we want to do let's see. a shaking one? I kind of yeah. think that's interesting now. Okay. I'll ask yeah. you, I'll okay. ask you this one. Get ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready. Question. And I, it took me a while to understand what this was saying. <laughs> so obviously you're smarter. Cause I'm like, I don't even, okay. It's fine. People <laughs> don't fine. always fine. use grammar when we're on Instagram. Okay. <laughs> what does it mean? I think she's asking if you are shaking super early into a workout. So you're like getting into your workout and you start shaking for whatever reason. I think mm-hmm. this could probably have a lot of answers, but what do you think? Yeah. So, and, and this, I was just thought about this. Like if this means that they're like their body's shaking or like their muscle is shaking as they're going through a movement. Mm-hmm. So I guess there's two ways to approach it, but if you are literally shaking, the first thing that came to mind and, and I think you said this too, when we were talking off air, but it's like, probably like, think like, are, did you have a bunch of caffeine right before you started to work out? Like what's your pre-workout are you, routine? Yeah, are yeah. you, do you have a pre-workout caffeine? That's, I mean, I know sometimes if I have a little bit too much caffeine, like I will feel super shaky. Um, mm-hmm. so that's like the one thing, if you're not hydrated, if you're not having enough, like if you don't have enough sodium salts, like electrolytes, electrolyte imbalance can be, um, can be a cause. Um, if you have low blood sugar, right. If you're not, you know, if you went into your workout fasted and, um, I, although like, there's nothing wrong with that, tons unless of people you don't like it, unless you're not, unless into you it, don't right? like it. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's a whole other podcast we could record. Um, but those are like a few things, just paying attention to really nutrition, right? Like what's your nutrition, like what's your water intake, like, um, caffeine food, all that jazz. That's probably like the first place that I would start. And then if it was like, you're actually like your muscle is shaking, like early in your workout, then maybe like you're going a little bit too heavy from the start. Right. Cause you don't want to like go balls to the wall, right. In the first like five minutes. Um, but I feel like that, I feel like that wasn't, yeah, it's hard I feel to like say. they're asking about like shaking, like just body yeah. shaking. I, don't know. I would say a blood sugar thing is probably the most yeah. likely or yeah, you're like crushing like a weird cocktail of like pre-workout and coffee and you just like overdid it. Um, yeah. If it is though, muscle shaking, another thing could be like, maybe you need to just dedicate a couple more minutes to some of that like dynamic stretching, warm up, priming the pump kind of situation. Cause like, I know I'm guilty sometimes when I'm like, I'm, you know, impatient and I don't have a lot of time and I know I want to get a workout in and I just kind of like maybe go into like my sets and my actual workout a little too quick and kind of skip over some of this like warm up priming the muscles thing, Um, Mm -hmm. which, you know, you don't have to do it for like 30 minutes before, but like a couple minutes. We talk about this in the program, like, you know, 
move through the movements that you're going to be doing in your workout with no weight or dynamically dynamic stretching, just moving, getting some blood flow. I think that could help too. Um, yeah, I think yeah. blood flow. Yeah. 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 For sure. Cool. Sweet. I think, yeah. I feel like, I feel like like, an hour. I I feel like people are going to listen to this and be like, are you guys on a lot of pre-workout? And it's like, no, we're just very excited to talk to each other. (laughs) I did maybe have a little bit more coffee than usual today. I'm still on like East coast time. Yeah. Because you in New York, I was in Asheville for a wedding and I'm going back to Florida in two days. So I'm like actually trying to stay on East coast time because I'm on here five days, but smart. yeah. Yeah. So do you want to talk about our other kind of event we have coming up to kind of wrap things up? Yes. One other thing. Well, actually, two. the one other thing we didn't talk about off offline, but I, I want to mention it because I'm excited about it. We don't have a date for this, but you and I are planning to be in the same place <laughs> yes. sometime in 2022 to record some content, to maybe work on some additional muscle science for women goodies and, and exciting stuff. Um, but I think it's just first of all, I'm just. I'm excited. I'm excited for us to be in the same place and hang out. But like, it's pretty cool that we created this entire program and like our 99.9% of our friendship has been like online. It's pretty nuts. Right. Um, So that's just like a little mini announcement. I'm just very excited. We're going to be in the same place sometime soon. You're going to meet Magnus. It's going to be great. Uh, TBD. Um, so anyway, TBD. that's that. Um, but the other announcement, the more concrete announcement is that, um, and I don't actually have the date pull. I don't know. Maybe if you want to try to pull up the date, I think it's January. It's like early January. Um, Rachel and I are going to be participating in a online learning, uh, like event called the Kabuki education week. Um, so if you guys know about Kabuki strength, these guys are, it's a very sort of like well-known group of like, you know, I like, I say this, I throw this around a lot, but like meatheads. So they're like very sort of power lifting, lifting focused, um, individuals who do this like education week, um, every year it's virtual. I don't know if it's always been virtual, but it's going to be 2022. Um, and they're bringing together a ton of smart people to talk about every aspect of, um, lifting strength, health, all of these things. Um, and I know like I have a friend, um, who she's part of a company called birth fit where they focus on getting your strength, um, you know, pre, uh, pre-pregnancy, pregnancy, postpartum, she's going to be talking about that. That's a very specific kind of niche, um, conversation that she's going to be having during the event. And we are going to be talking about um, sort of myths and misconceptions and and specific challenges that women have building muscle. Um, So it's sort of like a sneak peek into the kinds of things we talk about in the program. Um, But really, we're just kind of adding our voices to a a list of really impressive people that are going to be just nerding out on strength and and fitness and all of that stuff that week. So um, we would encourage men and women and everybody who's into it, coaches, um, as well as just sort of enthusiasts um, to sign up for that. And we'll have a link in the show notes and we'll put that on mm-hmm. social media and stuff. So you guys can sign up and join us there. Yeah. Yeah. And it's January. It's a week long uh, virtual event. So January 9th through 15th. I just looked it up. 
Yep. And I mean, at this time, we don't really know a whole lot of details in terms of other like folks or topics, but like last year's, there were like, I don't know, 30 people and it's like doctors and like super high level mm. um, coaches and stuff like that. It's a, it's a pretty impressive event. So um, I'm happy to be a part of it. I think it'll be very cool yeah. for us to, to join in and talk a little bit more specifically about like women's strength and muscle building, because as we know, that's a topic that isn't always maybe focused on. So mm-hmm. that will be exciting. So we'll just put lots more information about that, you know, in our social media and stuff as, as it comes out. But, um, yeah, that's that, 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 and the muscle science for women coming out early, uh, 2022. It's gonna be great. Yes. Yes. And again, the link for muscle science for women will be in the show notes, but it's metflexlife.com slash MSW. If you want to get on the list so that you are the first to know, and we'll also be sending out some emails, like some other information too, um, in terms of just like learning content and stuff. Um, some new things that we've written and videos and stuff like that. So sweet. Cool. All right. All right. Go team. That's it. Go team. Bye. Bye. <laughs>that's all folks thank you for coming along for the ride as always thank you so much to my partners at bubs naturals for supporting me and for supporting the show if you have not tried their products yet highly recommend it you guys know i talk about collagen all the time it's a great protein it's not a complete protein but it is a great protein the amino acid makeup in collagen is fantastic for strengthening your skin your hair your nails and your gut lining which is of course very important so gets your digestion on track and it makes you look good because you got this nice skin and this pretty hair it's fabulous i have been using it i mean regularly for let's see five six years now and i've noticed a significant difference and they make the best stuff and they give 10 percent of what they make to charity so these guys are all around doing good things for people Check them out, bubsnaturals.com, and use the code MM20. You get 20% off your order. Just makes sense. And like I said, if you want more information about muscle science for women, reach out to either of us on social media. You can check me out on Instagram at The Muscle Maven. And also in our show notes, we'll be putting all the links, all the information to learn more about the program uh, and how you can sign up. And I hope that you do because it's an awesome, super fun, super informative course. We put a lot of work into it and we think it's very important because learning about nutrition and strength and becoming more confident and more competent in all of those areas is very important for quality of life. So we hope to see you there in January and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day and I'll see you next week.